The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. The weekend is here. I hope it's a good one for you. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Saturday, October 22nd, 2022, Saturday of the 29th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's a liturgical year C, cycle two. Saturday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the rosary. And today is the optional memorial of St. John Paul II. Born in 1920 in Poland, Karol Wojtyła lost his mother, father, and older brother before his 21st birthday. With the outbreak of World War II, he enrolled in an underground seminary in Krakow and was ordained in 1946. The communist officials allowed him to be appointed auxiliary bishop of Krakow in 1958. They thought he was a relatively harmless intellectual. Bishop Wojtyla attended all four sessions of Vatican II and contributed to the pastoral constitution on the church in the modern world. He was appointed Archbishop of Krakow in 1964, named a cardinal three years later. He was elected Pope in 1978. Pope John Paul was the first non-Italian Pope in 455 years. He made pastoral visits to 124 countries. John Paul II promoted ecumenical and interfaith activities. He visited Rome's main synagogue and the Western Wall in Jerusalem. In 2001, he visited a mosque in Damascus, Syria. His 1979 visit to Poland encouraged the growth of the Solidarity Movement there and the collapse of communism in Central and Eastern Europe ten years later. One of the best-remembered photos of John Paul's pontificate was his one-on-one conversation with Mehmet Ali Aja, who had attempted to assassinate him two years earlier. John Paul II wrote 14 encyclicals and five books, canonized 482 saints, and beatified 1,338 people. In the last years of his life, he suffered from Parkinson's disease and had to cut back on some of his activities. St. John Paul II died in 2005. St. John Paul II, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Dear Lord, I do not know what will happen to me today. I only know that nothing will happen that was not foreseen by you and directed to my greater good from all eternity. I adore your holy and unfathomable plans and submit to them with all my heart for love of you, the Pope, and the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Amen. And with Pope Francis, we pray for the Church, ever faithful to and courageous in preaching the Gospel. May the Church be a community of solidarity, fraternity, and welcome, always living in an atmosphere of synodality. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the Gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon for my sins and for the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. 
Jesus, October is my favourite month for saints. When we think about the the lovely saints that we keep in this month, we have so many of the of the big hitters, the famous ones, the celebrities. We could say the month begins with Saint Therese of Lisieux. Not soon after the the archangels at the end of September, Saint Therese begins the month. Saint Francis of Assisi. Um, Our Lady the Rosary, 7th of October. We have here in Britain, St. John Henry Newman, a man of incredible writing, incredible poetry, a really beautiful relationship with the Lord. St. Teresa of Avila, the great reformer of the Carmelites. Today's lovely feast day, St. John Paul II. What a lovely day this is, especially for maybe those who've grown up in the church in the last 20 or 30 years who, who've called john paul their their father their spiritual father and later this month we we keep at the end of the month all saints <laughs> we get them all this month this is always my favorite time jesus because it's an opportunity to say these are such great figures you know others i haven't mentioned saint john the 23rd the one the pope who began the second vatican council i mean such major uh, moments have occurred in the lives of these of these men and women and so maybe we could just pray a little bit about sainthood, Jesus. And certainly when I think of John Paul II, that's one of the words I associate with him. I just associate the word saint. Yes, he was a, a holy man, a man of incredible love for Jesus. Incredibly clear in his pointing us to you, Jesus. In all of his writings, John Paul II wrote about so many different topics in the Eucharist, the Rosary, Our Lady, um, the moral life, um, doctrinal teachings, seminary formation, so many things John Paul covered in, in the space of his 27 years. The theology of the body, which, which didn't exist before he became the Pope and now is, is the go-to for how to understand our heart, the human heart and human interaction with another heart. John Paul's writings are, are so important in so many areas of our life. But if there's one word that I keep in my mind, Jesus, when I think of your friend John Paul, it's saint. John Paul II was became famous, we could say, for canonizing saints, for making sanctity a real lived thing. In the, th- the 600 years prior to John Paul II taking over as the Pope, there'd been 300 or thereabouts canonizations of saints. <laughs> With John Paul II, in 27 years, there were another 482. He canonized 482 men and women, and from so many different walks of life. Maybe before John Paul, it would have been typical for saints to be uh, men and women religious, priests, bishops, popes, those who've, in a very obvious, um, vowed way, given themselves over to Jesus. And Jesus, there are, you call everyone to sainthood, and that's what John Paul recognised. These men and women from all different walks of life, laymen, laywomen, married men and women, we have the whole experience of, of the Christian family. That's what John Paul II gave us. This is the thing I, I associate with him, is this the excitement he had when looking at the life of an individual and saying, yes, this person can be for us an example of sanctity. 
an example to take into modern life, into our daily life, and say, this is this is who I want to emulate. This is how I want to live my Christian life. Or this, the way this person lived it inspires me. And so it's it's right, Jesus, that John Paul should appear as a saint in the month of saints, we could say. And just a few days before that great day where we keep all saints. And so it's an opportunity for us today in our prayer to speak to you, Jesus, about our own sanctity, our own call to holiness. You know, where are we at with that? Where am I at right now on the journey of holiness? Do I kind of know myself? Yes, I know I'm called to be a saint as a theological truth, a theological reality. I, I read it in a document. People have said it many times to me. I know I'm called to be a saint. Full stop. Is that where I've left that road behind? Or is it for me a, a daily struggle? I was in a talk recently with a priest and he was speaking to some young people. And he said he named three saints that he'd met in life. And he said, what do those three people have in common? And he reflected, you know, we were thinking of ideas. He, he, and he reflected to us, each of them went to confession every week. Sanctity truly is something we struggle with. So saints aren't those who are, well, in a sense, the celebrities of the church. You know, this is my favorite month of saints. But in a sense, it's it's misleading to think of the St. Francis's and the St. John Paul II's and the St. Teresa of Avila's, if it, if it stays there, then then we're just standing back in this kind of piece of artwork that we're looking at and thinking, gosh, they're beautiful. But but it's not me. I'm not a piece of artwork. I'm, I'm stuck in the mud. Well, Jesus, they were stuck in the mud too. And maybe, maybe my, my struggles are particularly key in my mind today. As I pray to you, maybe all I can see is my weakness and the word sanctity just doesn't even relate to where I'm at in my experience of you, my experience of prayer, perhaps. Well, John Paul can be an inspiration to us, not just to be somebody who's who was really good, but to be somebody who offered to us the idea that sanctity is possible. Sanctity is flesh and blood. Sanctity is real. I remember taking St. Maximilian Kolbe as my confirmation name when I received the sacrament of confirmation. And what struck me as a as a teenager receiving that sacrament was I, that I could see photos of St. Maximilian Kolbe. There were photos, there were, his life coincided with events I was learning about in school at the time, the Second World War. He was real. He was a real man. He was a real priest. He really gave his life for somebody else who was also real. All of a sudden, this idea of sanctity exploded in my mind it wasn't somebody i could i could put on a shelf quite literally on a shelf and say what a lovely statue no sanctity john paul ii says is real and curiously it was john paul ii who gave us maximilian colby gave us so many others as saints that we are now household names georgia georgia frasati john paul ii beatified him gave us an example of of this young man a young man who who can be for us a great witness. Now in our day, we have Blessed Carlo Acutis, another young man who, you know, a great example of, of holiness in the middle of the world. So what's the difference then? What's the difference between the saints that are canonized now and that we celebrate this month and we rejoice in and me in the mud, perhaps, as I feel? For me, John Paul II was also identified by his love for the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit 
Jesus, the Holy Spirit that you sent us at Pentecost, he's the one who changes all my daily stuff into glorious sanctity. This is such a mystery. John Paul II wrote this, On the day of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit was sent to sanctify the church forever. That was the point. That was the reason he was given. It was the reason we received the Holy Spirit. John Paul II also says this, The hidden breath of the divine spirit enables the human spirit to open in its turn before the saving and sanctifying self-opening of God. Wow, what does that mean? It means the spirit given to me opens me like a flower to a God who is already opened to me, the saving and sanctifying self-opening of God. John Paul was the amazing theologian, thought about things so deeply, and yet what he's saying is also so accessible. Come, Holy Spirit, open me out like a like a flower, like a um, opening to the sunshine, as it were, on, a, on the beginning of a new day, opening up to the reality of God in my life. Jesus, I give you today all the real stuff, the real mess, the real weakness. I give it to you and ask you to make it into sanctity today. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. More of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Caro, caro Wojtyla, how the world needs the way you showed us. And our hearts now see in the darkness a light to follow in your life. You gave us Jesus, Jesus the way. Light of the world and hope for our day. Caro, caro Boitiwa, how the world needs the truth you taught us. And our hearts now drink of your words that flowed within. Setting us free You gave us Jesus Jesus the truth Salt of the earth Love that we
Heart of Waitiwa, how the world needs your prayers now. That's Mark Mallett, along with Raylene Scarrett, and a song for Carl, tribute to Pope John Paul II. 16 past the hour on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on Saturday, October 22nd, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. We join the whole church now as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth mouth will will proclaim proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship God, who brings the world and its wonders from darkness into light. Come, let us worship God, who brings the world and its wonders from darkness into light. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before Him, singing for joy. Come, let us worship God, who brings the world and its wonders from darkness into light. Know that He, the Lord, is God. He made us, we belong to Him. We are His people, the sheep of His flock. Come, let us worship God, who brings the world and its wonders from darkness into light. Go within his gates giving thanks, enter his courts with songs of praise, Give thanks to him and bless his name. Come, let us worship God, who brings the world and its wonders from darkness into light. Indeed, how good is the Lord! Eternal his merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Come, let us worship God, who brings the world and its wonders from darkness into light. Glory to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship God, who brings the world and its wonders from darkness into light. Ave Maria, gratia plena, 
Dominus tecum, benedicta tu in mulieribus. Et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, Peccatoribus Num ora Mortis nostre Amen Whoever humbles himself like a little child will be greater in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever, Whoever humbles, humbles himself like, like a little, little child, child will be, be greater in the, the kingdom, kingdom of heaven. O Lord, my heart is not proud, nor haughty my eyes. I have not gone after things too great, nor marvels beyond me. Truly, I have set my soul in silence and peace. As a child has rest in its mother's arms, even so my soul. O Israel, hope in the Lord, both now and forever. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, gentle and humble of heart, you declared that whoever receives a little child in your name receives you, and you promised your kingdom to those who are like children. Never let pride reign in our hearts, but may the Father's compassion reward and embrace all who willingly bear your gentle yoke. Whoever Whoever humbles himself like like a little little child will will be greater in the kingdom of heaven. With simplicity of heart, I have joyfully offered everything to you my God. With With simplicity of heart, I have have joyfully offered everything to you, my God. O Lord, remember David and all the many hardships he endured, the oath he swore to the Lord, his vow to the strong one of Jacob. I will not enter the house where I live, nor go to the bed where I rest. I will give no sleep to my eyes, To my eyelids I will give no slumber, till I find a place for the Lord, a dwelling for the strong one of Jacob. At Ephrathah we heard of the ark. We found it in the plains of Urim. Let us go to the place of his dwelling. Let us go to kneel at his footstool. Go up, Lord, to the place of your rest, you and the ark of your strength. Your priests shall be clothed with holiness. Your faithful shall ring out their joy. For the sake of David, your servant, do not reject your anointed. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. With simplicity of heart, I have joyfully offered everything to you, my God. The Lord has sworn an oath to David. His kingdom will stand forever. 
The Lord has sworn an oath to David. His kingdom will stand forever. The Lord swore an oath to David. He will not go back on his word. A son, the fruit of your body, will I set upon your throne. If they keep my covenant in truth and my laws that I have taught them, their sons also shall rule on your throne from age to age. For the Lord has chosen Zion. He has desired it for his dwelling. This is my resting place forever. Here have I chosen to live. I will greatly bless her produce. I will fill her poor with bread. I will clothe her priests with salvation, and her faithful shall ring out their joy. There David's stock will flower. I will prepare a lamp for my anointed. I will cover his enemies with shame, but on him my crown shall shine. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, you chose to suffer and be overwhelmed by death in order to open the gates of death in triumph. Stay with us to help us on our pilgrimage. Free us from all evil by the power of your resurrection. In the company of your saints, and constantly remembering your love for us, may we sing of your wonders in our Father's house. The Lord has sworn an oath to David. His kingdom will stand forever. Come, consider the works of the Lord, the marvels he has created on this earth. From the book of the prophet Baruch. Hear, O Israel, the commandments of life. Listen and know prudence. How is it, Israel, that you are in the land of your foes, grown old in a foreign land, defiled with the dead, accounted with those destined for the nether world? You have forsaken the fountain of wisdom. Had you walked in the way of God, you would have dwelt in enduring peace. Learn where prudence is, where strength, where understanding that you may know also where are length of days and life, where light of the eyes and peace. Who has found the place of wisdom? Who has entered into her treasuries? O Israel, how vast is the house of God! How broad the scope of his dominion! Vast and endless, high and immeasurable! In it were born the giants, renowned at the first, stalwarts skilled in war. Not these did God choose, nor did he give them the way of understanding. They perished for lack of prudence, perished through their folly. Who has gone up to the heavens and taken her, or brought her down from the clouds? Who has crossed the sea and found her, bearing her away rather than choice gold? None knows the way to her, nor has any understood her paths. Yet he who knows all things knows her." He has probed her by his knowledge. He who established the earth for all time and filled it with four-footed beasts. He who dismisses the light and it departs, calls it, and it obeys him trembling, before whom the stars at their posts shine and rejoice. When he calls them, they answer, Here we are, shining with joy for their maker. Such is our God. 
No other is to be compared to him. He has traced out all the way of understanding, and has given her to Jacob his servant, to Israel his beloved son. Since then she has appeared on earth and moved among men. She is the book of the precepts of God, the law that endures forever, and all who cling to her will live, but those will die who forsake her. Turn, O Jacob, and receive her. Walk by her light toward splendor. Give not your glory to another, your privileges to an alien race. Blessed are we, O Israel, for what pleases God is known to us. How deep are the riches and wisdom and knowledge of God! How How unsearchable His judgments, and and how how inscrutable His ways! The one who knows all things knows wisdom, and has given her to Jacob his servant. How unsearchable his judgments, and how inscrutable his ways. A reading from a sermon by St. Peter Chrysologus, Bishop. The Holy Apostle has told us that the human race takes its origin from two men, Adam and Christ. Two men equal in body but unequal in merit, wholly alike in their physical structure, but totally unlike in the very origin of their being. The first man, Adam, he says, became a living soul, the last Adam a life-giving spirit. The first Adam was made by the last Adam, from whom he also received his soul to give him life. The last Adam was formed by his own action. He did not have to wait for life to be given him by someone else, but was the only one who could give life to all. The first Adam was formed from valueless clay. The second Adam came forth from the precious womb of the Virgin. In the case of the first Adam, earth was changed into flesh. In the case of the second Adam, flesh was raised up to be God. What more need be said? The second Adam stamped his image on the first Adam when he created him. That is why he took on himself the role and the name of the first Adam, in order that he might not lose what he had made in his own image. The first Adam, the last Adam. The first had a beginning. The last knows no end. The last Adam was indeed the first, as he himself says, I am the first and the last. I am the first that is, I have no beginning. I am the last, that is, I have no end. But what was spiritual, says the Apostle, did not come first. What was living came first, then what was spiritual. The earth comes before its fruit, but the earth is not so valuable as its fruit. The earth exacts pain and toil. Its fruit bestows substance and life. The prophet rightly boasted of this fruit. Our earth has yielded its fruit. What is this fruit? The fruit referred to in another place. I will place upon your throne one who is the fruit of your body. The first man, says the apostle, was made from the earth and belongs to the earth. The second man is from heaven and belongs to heaven. The man made from the earth is the pattern of those who belong to the earth. The man from heaven is the pattern of those who belong to heaven. How is it that these last, though they do not belong to heaven by birth, will yet belong to heaven, men who do not remain what they were by birth, but persevere in being what they have become by rebirth? 
The reason is, brethren, that the heavenly Spirit, by the mysterious infusion of His light, gives fertility to the womb of the virginal font. The Spirit brings forth as men belonging to heaven those whose earthly ancestry brought them forth as men belonging to the earth and in a condition of wretchedness. He gives them the likeness of their Creator. Now that we are reborn, refashioned in the image of our Creator, we must fulfill what the Apostle commands, so that as we have worn the likeness of the man of earth, let us also wear the likeness of the man of heaven. Now that we are reborn, as I have said, in the likeness of our Lord, and have indeed been adopted by God as His children, let us put on the complete image of our Creator, so as to be holy like Him, not in the glory that He alone possesses, but in innocence, simplicity, gentleness, patience, humility, mercy, harmony, those qualities in which He chose to become and to be one with us. Just as one man's offense brought condemnation on all men, so one just act brought all men acquittal and life. Just as sin entered the world through one man, and through sin death, so one just act brought all men acquittal and life. Let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, Grant that we may always conform our will to yours and serve your majesty in sincerity of heart. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. 26 minutes before the hour on Saturday, October 22nd, 2022, Saturday of the 29th week in Ordinary Time. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app.
Canto Catolico is the name of the group with the ancient hymn, Adoro Te Devote, roughly translated, I devoutly adore you, hidden deity, who are truly hidden beneath these appearances. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek, and in today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the main message is repent. From the 13th chapter of the Gospel of Luke. There were some present at that very time who told Jesus of the Galileans, whose blood Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices. Do you think that these Galileans were worse sinners than all the other Galileans because they suffered thus? I tell you, no. But unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. Or those 18 upon whom the tower in Siloam fell and killed them, do you think that they were worse offenders than all the others who dwelt in Jerusalem? I tell you, no. But unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. A man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard, and he came seeking fruit on it and found none. And he said to the vine dresser, Lo, these three years I have come seeking fruit on this fig tree, and I find none. Cut it down. Why should it use up the ground? And he answered him, Let it alone, sir, this year also, till I dig about it and put on manure. And if it bears fruit next year, well and good. But if not, you can cut it down. 
This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, and you'll find all of the daily and Sunday Mass readings on the relevant radio app. Now it's October, the month of the rosary, and you didn't think I was going to let this month go by without playing this, did you? Oh, blessed Mother, we pray to Thee. Thanks for the miracle of your rosary. Only you can hold back your holy son's hand long enough for the whole world to understand.
Mother Mary, pray for us right before that. None other than Elvis Presley with the miracle of the rosary. Our Saturday tribute, musical bouquet, if you will, to our Blessed Mother. 13 minutes before the hour on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. We join the whole church in prayer now as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. The dawn is sprinkling in the east. Its golden shower as day flows in. Fast mount the pointed shafts of light farewell to darkness and to sin away ye midnight phantoms all away despondence and despair whatever guilt the night has brought now let it vanish into me ready to welcome you, my God. Dawn finds me ready to welcome you, my God. I call with all my heart. Lord, hear me. I will keep your commands. I call upon you. Save me, and I will do your will. I rise before dawn and cry for help. I hope in your word. My eyes watch through the night to ponder your promise. In your love, hear my voice, O Lord. Give me life by your decrees. Those who harm me unjustly draw near. They are far from your law. But you, O Lord, are close. Your commands are truth. Long have I known that your will is established forever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Save us by the power of your hand, Father, for our enemies have ignored your words. May the fire of your word consume our sins and its brightness illumine our hearts. Dawn finds me ready to welcome you, my God. The Lord is my strength 
and I shall sing him praise, for he has become my Savior. The Lord is my strength, and I shall sing his praise, for he has become my Savior. I will sing to the Lord, for he is gloriously triumphant. Horse and chariot he has cast into the sea. My strength and my courage is the Lord, and he has been my Savior. He is my God, I praise him, the God of my Father. I extol him. The Lord is a warrior. Lord is his name. Pharaoh's chariots and army he hurled into the sea. At a breath of your anger the waters piled up, the flowing waters stood like a mound, the flood waters congealed in the midst of the sea. The enemy boasted, I will pursue and overtake them. I will divide the spoils and have my fill of them. I will draw my sword. My hand shall despoil them. When your wind blew, the sea covered them. Like lead, they sank in the mighty waters. Who is like to you among the gods, O Lord? Who is like to you, magnificent in holiness? Terrible and renowned worker of wonders, when you stretched out your right hand, the earth swallowed them. In your mercy, you led the people you redeemed. In your strength, you guided them to your holy dwelling. And you brought them in and planted them on the mountain of your inheritance, the place where you made your seat, O Lord, the sanctuary, O Lord, which your hands established. The Lord shall reign forever and ever. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. The Lord is my strength, and I shall sing his praise, for he has become my Savior. O praise the Lord, all you nations. O praise the Lord, all you nations. O praise the Lord, all you nations. Acclaim him, all you peoples. Strong is his love for us. He is faithful for ever. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and will be be forever. forever. Amen. God our Father, may all nations and peoples praise you. May Jesus, who is called faithful and true, and who lives with you eternally, possess our hearts for ever. O praise praise the Lord, Lord, all all you nations. A reading from 2 Peter Be solicitous to make your call and election permanent, brothers. Surely those who do so will never be lost. On the contrary, Your entry into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ will be richly provided for. I cry to you, O Lord, for you are my refuge. I cry to you, O Lord, for you are my refuge. You are all I desire in the land of the living. For you are my refuge. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. I I cry cry to you, O Lord, for for you are my refuge. Lord, shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death. 
Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death. Let us all praise Christ in order to become our faithful and merciful High Priest before the Father's throne. He chose to become one of us, a brother in all things. In prayer we ask of Him. Lord, share with us the treasure of Your love. Lord, share with us the treasure of Your love. Son of Justice, You filled us with light at our baptism. We dedicate this day to You. Lord, share with us the treasure of your love. At every hour of the day we give you glory. In all our deeds we offer you praise. Lord, share with us the treasure of your love. Mary, your mother, was obedient to your word. Direct our lives in accordance with that word. Lord, share with us the treasure of your love. Our lives are surrounded with passing things. Set our hearts on things of heaven. So that through faith, hope, and charity, we may come to enjoy the vision of your glory. Lord, share with us the treasure of your love. Now let us offer the prayer Christ has given us as the model for all prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord, free us from the dark night of death. Let the light of resurrection dawn within our hearts to bring us to the radiance of eternal life. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen.
May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. November is coming, and we will celebrate the lives of friends and family who have passed and pray for their entry into the kingdom of heaven. You can enroll your loved ones into the relevant radio novena, which will take place November 2nd through the 10th. Submit up to 20 names. Just go to relevantradio.com slash souls. The Saturday edition of Morning Air is coming up in just a few minutes. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the app. Make it a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.